I am Theodora, and you are listening to Spiritual Slut, the shameless podcast for a woman who are unapologetically sexual and spiritual. Spiritual Slut. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual slut. Spiritual slut. Hello, hello, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to the show. It's such a pleasure to be able to talk to you again. It's been a whole summer since I last talked on the mic to you guys. Um, Oh my god, I have so much to say. I don't even know where to start. And to be honest, I have been recording five, six, maybe more episodes that I did not release for many reasons. And so one of them being me still being a recovering perfectionist. And amongst all the reasons... I felt like sometimes I was recording something because I had an idea of my on my mind, but it wasn't totally processed yet to be worthy of being shared to the world because sometimes it's it's a thing to record myself and it's another to actually, you know, publish what I've recorded to for the world to hear. So I don't just use this platform as a therapy. I can just record myself for this. But I also want it to be sufficiently eloquent and clear and processed and everything so that you guys can take away something from it and maybe learn from my findings. And so allow me to reintroduce myself briefly. If you've listen to the show before <laughs> you know who I am. But if you're new to the show, then welcome. It's my pleasure to have you with us listening today. I am a lot of things, but amongst others, <laughs> I am a second generation medium who happened to have performed and worked as a, an erotic artist, I would say, and mostly a vocal priestess of sorts. And so as a second generation medium, I have, um, I don't know if I should say gift because sometimes I feel not worthy of calling this a gift and I feel like it's unfair to the people who might not have developed this, these abilities to connect to other planes of consciousness. But I think it's actually, yeah, some sort of a gift that has a mission attached to it. And I feel like my mission is to... Um, to transmit the information that I receive in this channel that my podcast, that this podcast is. So, yeah, I was saying I'm a recovering um, perfectionist. I'm also a manifesting generator in human design. If you don't know what that is, it's an energetic type. And I'm also a line 3-5, which means I am on Earth to be... An experimenter who does all the mistakes, all the even the stupid things. Sometimes I, 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 I just go, I experience, I experiment, I do things without fear, so that I can report back to you guys, and so you can 
you know, learn from my findings. Maybe it will give you the courage to have your own, I don't know, your <laughs> own experiences of things. Or maybe it will save you the mistakes that I have made myself. Maybe it will save you some time uh, for your healing or spiritual growth journey, whatever you want to call this. Anyways, I hope <laughs> everything that I'm recording and transmitting to you guys is going to be useful today. I, I actually recorded a previous version of this episode before uh, going to the, into the summer. But now that is nearly, it's the end of the summer. So I've, I've had more experience under my belt. And I wanted to call this episode Man manifesting and manifestations because I felt like this was something that was coming for me but then when I recorded it I felt like a few of my manifest manifestations were not completely actualized they were not completely um, they had not taken form in the 3d world so I wasn't sure whether I should publish this or not but then I realized I don't have to publish things in the chronological order. So I'm keeping this episode and I will probably publish it later with the part two so that I can share with you guys what I was in the process of manifesting and how the manifestation came about. So it's still a, a work in progress. More on this later. But meanwhile, I still have a lot of manifestations coming true. And so I would like to share with you all the tools and modalities that I use to to make these manifestations happen for me. So since we are, well, I am a spiritual slut, this is going to be about men and how I manifested my latest uh, romantic encounters. So for those of you who have followed my story and my previous adventures, um, to give you a little bit of context, I was deeply um, emotionally involved with someone who was not emotionally available to me. And so, long story short, this person made it clear and voiced it that he was not emotionally available to me. So from this moment on, I mean, it took me a few days to, you know, digest and process the information and to, you know, actualize it and do something about it and act on it. Um, as in letting go. But uh, once this uh, self-actualization took place, I was able to properly move on emotionally from him. And when I say move on, it's not like the feelings are not there anymore. Rather, it's like I acknowledge that I have feelings for this person, but at the same time, if they're not available to me, there's no point in me sending them energy and when I say sending energies, like sending my thoughts to them, directing my sexual desires to them, it makes no sense masturbating, thinking about them. It, this is basically sending energy towards them and it made no sense anymore since they voiced it with their words on the phone to me that they were not emotionally available, which is, you know, it's okay. It's just part of life and I understand and it doesn't, take away my value as a woman it doesn't say anything about me more than it says anything about them 
It's kind of a rejection of the love that I was offering this person. I, but I didn't really feel as rejected as I felt when the last time I had, a, let's say, privileged moment with him. But then again, he wasn't really there. I mean, yeah, he was there physically, but not emotionally. And everyone has their own struggle I've talked about mine, how it can be hard for me to deal with my physical body. And I know for some people, the issue is more with their mental body or their astral slash emotional body. And we all have different battles to fight. So, so I get it that this person was there in their body, but not in their emotion, not in their astral body, maybe whatever that is to them. So... Since I am not uh, supposed to be a therapist to uh, my significant uh, other or my special person, since I'm not there to save them and it's not my job to help them heal, I have to consciously let go. And again, letting go in the sense of it's not like I'm giving up on them. It's not like I'm uh, hiding my feelings like I did before. Exactly a year ago, actually. A year ago, I was in the process of, um, it was the same. It was sort of a breakup, but um, in the physical. And I was lying to myself about my feelings. And I was trying to to move on without actually moving on spiritually and emotionally. I was still there emotionally. I was still sending this person energy and sending them my thoughts and and being heard over the whole thing, even though on the 3D plane, I mean, on Earth, if you prefer, or on the physical plane, I was doing all the things, you know, dating people, getting back on the the romantic scene or whatever that is. I was doing all the things, taking care of my personal project and my work stuff. I was doing the things, but not being healed, you know. So I have a whole episode on spiritual bypassing that you might want to listen if you want to hear um, the whole coming about the story. However, um, today I'm going to talk about how it differed this time when I chose to to let go, to consciously let go. This time I feel like it's more of an energetic breakup in the sense of I did not send a breakup text or I did not tell this person, okay, you're not emotionally available to me, therefore I am going to blah, 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 leave you in peace, whatever. I did not need to voice my transition or voice my decision as it was from me to myself and not from me to them because they had already decided that they were not available to me since they said that very clearly. So I had to energetically break up with them. And so it took me probably a couple of weeks to process my feelings. And I had a bit of a relationship nostalgia, you know, when you wish about what could have been, how it could have been better, how you could have fixed things, blah, blah, blah. But that quickly passed because I acknowledged what it was. I was not hiding my feelings under the rug. I mean, sweeping them under the rug. I was not spiritually bypassing. I was I actually managed to sit with my uncomfortable emotions and telling myself that it was okay that the love was there. It's not going to go away 
like this anytime soon. However, I also have to love myself and I'm allowed to be happy and live the life that I feel I deserve to live, including romantically. And so so it took me a while and then I sort of manifested all the men all the types of men that I wanted to encounter or the types of experience, uh, romantically speaking, that I wanted to experience in, maybe not in this lifetime, but at least this year. So I'm going to share with you a few techniques that I've been using for my manifestations and I hope you enjoy them. I hope you can choose the one that works best for you. First of all, (laughs) I want to say that my special person was also a manifestation, even though not a really conscious one, in the sense that I did not really know how to manifest things in my life or people that easily back then. It's just like I was practicing something and it worked, but I I had no idea what I was doing. So what happened is nearly two years ago, a year and a half ago, actually, I decided to move to Ibiza. <laughs> you probably know the story by now. And I took a few months to recenter and to heal from a previous relationship that was really toxic and that had destroyed me and had put me in a sort of dark night of the soul. Not a sort of dark night of the soul, a dark night of the soul. So I took some time to recenter and I, maybe you know one of my best friends and former podcast co-host, her name is Millie and she's one of my, with French accent, confidante one of my closest friends and we had I think we said that on a podcast episode together that she was using um what was the name of the app she was using I think hinge I was using tinder and we were comparing uh, the apps and discussing how it was going you know how the dating went and everything what we did not share however was the process of manifesting the person we wanted to to find through these um, dating apps and so my friend has an amazing technique that I use myself for other things but she had a way of doing it that I'm compelled to share I have to give her credit Millie if you listen to this I love you so much so what she was doing when she was on this um, hinge app she would take screenshots of the profiles of guys that she liked and she would do a sort of college college collage of the guys she liked like I want a guy with this kind of face this kind of body this kind of this eye color I want a guy who has this part of his bio like his job should be something like this and it should be like this sort of age and so she had a virtual persona of a guy she wanted to meet And the more she was, um, I don't know if it's swiping on Hinge, it's probably like Tinder, you swipe and you find, you swipe through the profiles. So she was screenshotting the guys that she, the guys who had something that she liked or a characteristic that she wanted to find in her special person. Long story short, she managed to manifest her now husband. So I am so, I'm so fangirling over (laughs) her and she knows it. I got inspired to do the same, except that um, 
I was doing it already in my, I have an iPhone and in my gallery, I have some albums in which I store photos or screenshots of things that I want to manifest into my life. Except that at the time when I started to do this, probably a year or two before I moved to the island, which is three or four years ago now, I was like, oh, I like this kind of house. I like that this apartment has sea view or I like this or that for my house. I like this decoration. I like these plants, this kind of specific flower that no one can find anywhere. You know, the little things I would screenshot and put them in this album or this folder on my iPhone. And I did not call it like my manifestation folder back then. I think I named it with a star, you know, twinkle emoji or something like this. And it was pretty similar to my besties technique <laughs> with the collage from the Hinge uh, <laughs> encounters, uh, but it works for her. And so I think I kind of did the same. I did not screenshot the profiles <laughs> I found on Tinder, but I did have a sort of vision board. Like I was vision boarding, but in my head as opposed to on my phone. I was not doing a collage. I would see someone's profile on Tinder and be like, oh, this one has a nice body. That's the kind of body I would like to see in a man. And so that would clarify my vision. And then I would maybe swipe and match with a few guys who had the physical characteristics that I I thought I would like to see and then the conversation would go a certain way or would not go at all and okay I want someone who has conversation someone who can see deeply in me someone who has death someone who is spiritual I kind of made a list in my head of qualities that I wanted to find in my special person until the significant other, air quotes, uh, actually appeared <laughs> in front of my eyes on the Tinder app. And long story short, when I dated him for the first time, I kind of knew he was going to be my husband. I know it sounds weird and it's probably, it probably sounds even weirder now that I'm saying that I'm moving on and that, you know, that I'm... <laughs> having a hot girl summer because this is the topic of this episode but you know sometimes life takes you through twists and turns and I suppose you know live in the present moment and not focus too much on the future even though as a psychic medium I do still have visions of the future including my own so that means I kind of I have an idea of where this could go and I also know that we have free will and that at any time I could very well decide something else. And I think that this is exactly what is happening with me right now is that I was on a timeline on which I could have probably be engaged, maybe even married to this person. But this person is not available. This person is playing games this person is also a psychic medium but I don't think he realizes that I can hear what he thinks I can feel his emotions and when he's not dropping into his heart space when he's acting from his own wounding is I feel like he's manipulating me and this is something that is pushing me away I will develop on this later because my intent is not 
um, to do like a, a whole trial uh, against him. That's not the point. However, I will give you more details so that maybe you can uh, identify if you went through something similar yourself. Because I feel like I just started to clarify the whole thing really, really recently. That's why I feel compelled to share. So anyways, so this special person that I manifested, I wanted someone spiritual. I wanted someone with a great body. I wanted someone with uh, some death to themselves. And well, this was this guy, this significant other person who I thought would be or would have become in a hypothetic future my husband it's just not happening right now but he was manifested i mean i manifested him and so in the same way when i last year um a year ago when i had to break up with him because he was not giving me what i wanted back then i didn't know how to voice it correctly back then what i wanted was a relationship with truth with open hard communication basically a relationship where I could find reciprocity and he was not giving me that which is okay but it's also not what I wanted so I had to step away from the relationship and to break up with this person and so what happened is that I started to involuntarily manifest someone very 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 similar to him except not the same soul in a different body so basically what happened is that I I wanted him but I could not have him and I had to break up with him because it did not give me what I wanted so I was sort of I think unconsciously I was looking for him in different people and so what happened is that on the same app it did not take long like a few swipes and it's funny how the universe will really listen to you even when you tell the universe that you want something that you actually do not want but the universe hears you anyway all the time it's it's amazing so i said i want someone like this like like my special person you know like i want the same kind of body the same basically i wanted him and i manifested someone from the same country with the same uh, speaking the same language doing the same job even though they had different human qualities they had the same, they were both traveling between their countries, which was Germany and Ibiza. They both, well, anyway, they had similar stories. They had similar bodies. They they had similar, actually, no, they didn't have similar accents because not the same regions and I can make the difference. And they would probably be pissed if they heard me say that they have the same accent which is not the case but they both had a german accent different one but still so for a french girl like me it could sound the same and i'm sure you you totally get me so i manifested his clone except uh, that not the same soul very different soul and um if they're listening <laughs> right now which i don't think actually one of them might but i don't think they would otherwise I don't know if they would recognize themselves. Probably not. Anyway, not important. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, hmm, I feel like I'm being listened to, but maybe it's just, you know, receiving random emotions uh, from, <laughs> from upstairs. 
Uh, and so I manifested someone that I did not want and I thought I wanted. Funny, right? So this goes to show you that you can manifest anything and everything you desire and that you don't desire, provided you express that you want it. I don't know if it's really clear. But what I mean by that is that if you convince yourself hard enough that you want someone that is just like so-and-so, just like this person, then this is what you're going to get. Just not the same soul, but you're going to get someone with the same qualities or the same, I don't know, attitude to them, the same characteristics, whatever you want to call it. So this is what happened to me. I dated this person when I was in my, I like to call this my illusion phase. So that was the phase in which I was spiritually bypassing, blah, blah, blah. I have a whole episode on this. Go check it. <laughs> and and so um, because the subject of this very episode is hot girl summer, I'm sure you all want to know what kind of summer I'm having. So this is where it goes. I freed myself, well, freed myself, not like I was a prisoner to my own feelings, but it had this sort of, I don't want to say codependent because that is something that I have healed a long time ago, but it had some undertones of attachment, but not in the right places. I was not being detached, but when I say detached, it's more in a spiritual way, in a, like, a Buddhist way of thinking as opposed to a um, psychological way of thinking. You know, these um, theories of attachment, like the anxious attachment and the um, avoidant attachment. This is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being detached in a way that the outcome of whatever happens to me romantically is not affecting my emotional and spiritual stability. It's not affecting my inner world. I mean, it is affecting my outer world, but it's not affecting my emotions to the point that it's making me feel unstable or uncomfortable. So I freed myself from my attachment from this special person and I decided that, okay, I was free. I, I have to move on because this is what they ask me. They ask me to move on. So since I moved on, since it was summer, since I am also very good at manifesting whatever I want, and I saw this many times in my life, and I, I had <laughs> practiced a lot, a lot of different kind of manifestations the past, I want to say the past couple of years, but I feel like the past couple of years is the manifestation, the transformation of my life. Me having a podcast that I'm enjoying and that I love to record me having this project, that the whole thing is a manifestation in itself. And for this, I'm so grateful. And by the way, I want to say, I am so grateful for you guys. I did not say this uh, at the beginning of the episode, like I meant to do, but I am so very grateful for you all. And thank you so much for posting on your Instagram stories and on all your social, my episodes and commenting. I see you. I appreciate you. And... I reply as soon as I can and really it goes straight to my heart when you share my content and appreciate it because I feel like like what I'm doing has value to some people and it's actually helpful and that my transmission is heard and the feeling of being heard is for me it's extremely important so for this I am so grateful for you guys anyway 
end of the <laughs> tangent. I want to say emotional tangent. It's not really emotional. It's a gratitude tangent. Well, anyway, gratitude is like the basics of manifesting. And I was saying that this whole couple of years was a manifestation in itself. And I feel like it's because I managed to to really find gratitude and find beauty in my current life. I I actually started back from scratch. I gave up a career. I gave up a relationship. I gave up a material stability. I gave up a whole city. I gave up a former life for a new one, starting from scratch. And even though I was starting from, yeah, from nothing, I found beauty and gratitude in, you know, this feeling of being able to start fresh, to start anew, to, you know, when you have this white page, this blank page on which you can just create anything. I know for a lot of writers, the white page, the blank page thing is like, oh my God, so stressful. It's like there's everything to do, blah, blah, blah. But that's not how I feel. I feel like I love new beginnings because I feel like everything is possible and that there are no, like all the mistakes, all the bad, all the things that were unwanted are actually processed and on another previous page. So it's out of my sight and this is what it was. And well, back to the hot girl summer. Oh my God, I'm not telling things in the right order. I have to say, when I moved to the island, I manifested this uh, significant other. But before I manifested him, I actually manifested other guys that I was, a couple of guys that I was dating for a short while. And they had some of the qualities that I was looking for in a man. But, you know, me being a manifesting generator, being a line 3-5, which means... I am a, a super experimenter who loves to make mistakes and who loves to do all the things and try and try and try until they maybe they get it right or maybe they get an experience out of it or maybe they just get a good story to tell on their podcast, <laughs> right? So I did all these experiences, some good, some less good, but it gave me a lot of clarity in regard to what I wanted to find in a man. So with this new clarity with me and after this experience of my I want to say ex special person I don't know if it's an ex or not let's just carry on with the story with this person that I manifested I had more clarity on what I wanted basically someone just like him except that what I don't want is the lack of communication I well I want more communication I want more honesty more more reciprocity more I don't want to say vulnerability because it's going to sound negative but I want the ability to create a safe space to share our emotions both of us so this is what I I think this is what I managed to manifest and interestingly enough someone from my past resurfaced and I think I explained in a previous episode how my mediumship worked probably the second or maybe third episode of the show in which I explained how to connect to other planes and how actually how my mediumship works but it might work for you as well I mean anything goes we all have different abilities and different different modalities that we prefer and so maybe listen to one of these episodes to find out how it works. I'm just going to give you a quick recap. My gift 
my ability, let's say, is to connect to people in the astral. So basically what the astral plane is, it's the plane of consciousness where all the emotions are, where they are stored, where they are experienced. And so I can connect to the emotions of anyone. And it's particularly easy for me to connect to someone through their voice, or now I can do it through a picture as well. It's not my preferred way of receiving things. But when I have met the person, it's actually easier because I know their energy. And for a lot of people, you can connect through anyone's energy by seeing a picture of them or by reading their names. Or for me, hearing their voice makes it super easy. And long story short, I I have practiced a lot. And, you know, my mom is also a medium and I've trained like this past year. I have trained a lot. Um, I was contemplating becoming a professional psychic medium and offer consultations. But I don't feel that this is really aligned with my purpose. So even though I have studied this, I don't plan to open a practice for this, if it makes sense. But I do want to share with you all how it works for me. So my gift is this. I am able to connect to people. When I connect to them in astral, that means that basically they don't have a recollection of what is happening, but I can hear them think. I can question them. Like, for example, if I have a special person, hopefully he's not listening to this, but if he is, <laughs> special person from the future, if you are listening to this past episode, and you're probably a medium too, so you know that I do this and you do this too. Anyway, never mind. Um, so what I do with a special person is that I don't even need to consciously make the connection to them. It just happens. When you have feelings so deep for someone, you just hear them think. Like I would be brushing my teeth, which is a very meditative kind of, you know, thing to do. And I tend to have a lot of meditative states. Like you probably have these when you drive, when you do your morning stretch, when you cook for yourself, whatever you're doing. If you reach a meditative state, this is basically when you are going to receive information left or left and right. And for me, I would receive the thoughts of my special person of the moment let's call it this way and so my special person of the moment tends to think about me a lot and I hear it I hear it and I also feel what they feel and I want to say this quickly just because I receive their feelings and their emotions doesn't necessarily mean that I understand why they would feel them and what that means to them because I am not them first and I am not a psychologist I have read a lot of psychology books I have I mean my mom and my dad are two psychologists and my mom is also a psychic medium on top of this so I have been in I grew up in an environment where I kind of learned a lot of things about psychology and human emotions and blah 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 However, this is not my career. This is not something I am qualified, <laughs> especially not when it happens in my private life. You know how the saying goes that you cannot be, what's the saying? When you cannot be a judge for your own situation, but you can actually see for the other people. That's exactly what's happening for me. I receive my special person of the moment's emotions. I receive their thoughts, but I don't know what that means. So sometimes they would be like, 
just an example, they would be like, why is she not calling me? And I'm like, why would they think something like this? Because I actually tried many times and they are not returning my calls. But because they have a dysfunctional way, I'm just going to say dysfunctional because that's how it feels to me, dysfunctional way of thinking. Like it's logic, right? <laughs> if I try to call you or message you and then you ghost me for two months, at some point, I'm going to give up on you. And when I say give up on you, it's with the utmost respect, like, you know, leave the ghost alone, respect the dead and just move on. <laughs> so that's basically some kind of rezoning that I can have when I receive someone's thoughts. And when they say, why is she not trying to contact me? Is that, you know, you have to be coherent with your actions. And I think I just went on an emotional um, or relational tangent right there. But um, I think you get my whole point. What I mean overall is when you have this special person that you connect to and who you receive feelings from, sometimes it's really hard to live in the present moment because you're like, you're, you try to move on consciously because they told you that they were not available. They act like they're not available to you. But then you hear them in astral saying that, why is she not calling me? I miss her, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, talking about you all the time. So you you're on the receiving end of something that is not happening. So it's a great lesson in, in detachment, the thing I was saying earlier. And so detachment is trying to, you know, be in the present moment and see what the actions are on earth. I mean, Yes, there are things in the astral and yes, people can feel things for one another. But when it's not being acted upon on Earth, then it's not like it means nothing. It's more like it shouldn't mean more to you than what is on Earth. And this is something I had to learn this summer. And so I was speaking about how someone from my past had resurfaced. And this person from my past, when I had this connection to him, we had, I mean, similar wounds to, he had similar wounds to my special person of these past few months. I had the woundings that I had. So I, I mean, I changed since then, but my wounding was what it was. And so we had very poor communication we both wanted to be in a relationship but we had really poor communication and on top of this my um, ability my mediumship my gifts whatever you want to name this was not as stable as it is now and I was also very much in denial of these voices uh, air quotes that I was hearing you know, because that's the thing with Claire audience is you feel like you hear voices and you know you're not crazy. But at the same time, society tells you that, oh, if you hear voices, blah, 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 you're crazy. So you tend to be in denial, which is what happened to me. And because I was in denial of my gift and of all the informations that I would receive, I would not make the best decisions um, for myself romantically speaking and so long story short this person had been in my life coming and going and coming and going for like probably 
10 years? Like, it's, oh my God, it's been such a long time. But the connection was always there when he, when we found each other. And so what happened is that just before I decided to move to Ibiza, I actually cut contact with him because I was, I felt really rejected by him even though that's not what happened, but that was the story I was telling myself. I was telling myself the story of how he abandoned me and I felt abandoned and rejected. So to protect myself from feeling any more pain or hurt or whatever, I decided to cut contact with this person who managed to still contact me on other platforms like my social media and they were sending me months after like happy birthday happy new year you know blah 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 this kind of excuses to contact someone and I would come across their messages and think oh yeah okay this one I was trying to cut contact with him but of course a few months after he's back so this person (laughs) has been trying to reach me for a while um, probably a couple of years well since I moved to the island they've been trying to reach me And at some point, um, I want to say a couple of months ago, maybe. Yeah, probably a few weeks ago. Just when I, a couple of weeks after I energetically broke up with my latest ex-significant other, we're going to say, I was meditating in my bed at night. And sometimes what I like to do, when I feel really, really high vibe and good and a channel for positive messages, I say to my guides and to to everyone upstairs, as I like to say, I say, I'm ready to receive a message if anyone on earth or not has something to say to me, they can come now, they can come through now and I'm all ears. This person came to me and said, oh, me, 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 I have something to say to you. And I was like, what you but it's been like two years what are you doing here you know and how come you you were visiting me in astral like it's not something that you do (laughs) but anyway I think even the people who are not conscious of their own um, connection to the divine their own mediumship their own whatever the people who think they have no gifts basically can also connect in astral but they have no recollection of it they won't remember or maybe they will and they will say oh I have I've had this dream about you and that's all they that's the way they will interpret the interaction that happened in astral and so this person came to me in astral during my meditation and said you know what I want to say to you that you are my biggest regret I've always wanted a relationship with you And this was never happening. And I was never able to tell you things as they were. And I was so surprised because I was like, actually, me too. But I was also in my wound and I was also lying to myself so much that I had managed to make myself believe that I had never wanted the relationship that deeply I did want with this person. So when they came through in astral, I just say to them, well, if you want to discuss this on earth, I am open to it. And if you message me, I will respond to it. And I'm happy to clarify things so that maybe we can 
move on with our lives with more clarity, whatever happens, you know. And so interestingly enough, this person that had tried to reach me for about a year before giving up for another year. So that's like two years of me not answering. And they had tried for one year to reach me and one year they gave up on the trying, obviously. Suddenly, the day after this astral interaction, what did they do? They messaged me. It was their first message in like a year. So it was like, oh, and as always, when this happens, I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy. I did not imagine this interaction because boom, it happens. So this person is like a manifestation of, because I said earlier, I wanted someone with a deep connection to me, but I also wanted more communication and reciprocity. And this is exactly what is manifesting into my life. I am manifesting someone that I had manifested before, but this time with more clarity, more communication and more reciprocity. So how this relationship is developing and how it is going to develop is probably going to be for a next, another episode entirely. But so far, it's been a beautiful reconnection. It was the reconnection I was hoping for and... Um, I'm really catching feelings, I feel. So it's whatever is happening is beautiful. And the icing on the cake is that the hot girl summer doesn't stop there. <laughs> I manifested more men and more experiences into my life. And can I just be grateful for a second for this beautiful reconnection? Because frankly, I was not hoping, like I stopped hoping for anything like this for quite a while. I was almost discouraged and and boom, like this beautiful reconnection happens and is coming about and is taking shape in the 3D world. And, you know, I was also telling myself the story of, okay, I want more reciprocity, I want more depth and connection and everything, whoever that may be. And I think when I say that, the universe interpreted it as it can be someone from my past. And that's what happened. So I'm reconnecting with this person in a beautiful manner. And um, I also manifested other guys. And <laughs> funny story. I had the impulse to reinstall this uh, dating app that I was using. It's not sponsored, by the way. I'm just telling the names for your information, but I'm not recommending none of them. Actually, I don't even like them. But anyway, you do what you have to do, right? So I reinstalled this Tinder thing with just an impulse and a curiosity to see if I can maybe meet more more friends, more people, and maybe more people for my music, which I'm going to share in this very episode. So I'm like writing a new description and everything, adding my picture, and quickly I swipe without really giving it too much energy or attention. I probably match with two, three guys, or five or six, or 10 or 12, whatever. <laughs> and I reply to a few of them, but I again, I don't give it too much attention or energy. And I think I did this on an evening. The next day, I go to the beach downstairs from my place. And I know you're going to say that Tinder works with 
GPS location and where you are at. So anyways, I go to the beach downstairs from my place and who do I see on the beach? This gorgeous man with beautiful body, large shoulders, muscles, beautiful hair, beautiful face, blah, 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 everything. It, it took me a while to realize that it was a guy from my Tinder who just matched with me and I did not have the notifications on my phone for this app so I did not see that he actually messaged me and sent me his number so I answer him I text him back on his phone number and he meets me on the beach minutes later spoiler alert instant physical and sexual chemistry instant fluid communication reciprocity everything I asked for manifested right in front of me in a flash I mean what were the odds of this happening this is at least in my eyes this is the perfect example of a manifestation coming true so no need to go deep into the details because that's not the goal of this podcast But all you need to know is that it's another relationship that is developing. Basically, this relationship has the potential to tick all my boxes. It matches my mental vision board that I had been um, in the process of creating for the last, what is it, a year and a half already? So I guess I'm getting good at this manifesting thing i'm just gonna focus on the main guys let's say or my favorite ones but just want to speak about one more just for the example and just for the process of manifesting him so i was telling myself the story of i live in this remote part of the island and i don't drive and so it's really hard for me to meet new people and meet new guys right so this was the dysfunctional story I was telling myself and as soon as I started to amend my belief and as soon as I started to tell the story differently because that's how manifesting works if you want to manifest something into your life you have to tell the story how you want it to be how you want it to become so I consciously made the decision to update my script and to rewrite my own story in a way that would provide results and tangible, you know, evidences of my new alignment to my new timelines. And so the new story became, I am such a lucky person. People come to me naturally when I want them to and when I'm ready to receive them in my life and I don't need to drive because they do they will magically come because it had happened in my life before that I managed to manifest people out of nowhere and so this is another thing about manifesting you have to have solid beliefs for your manifestation to come about and The way you can solidify beliefs is when you make the experience in the physical of something that confirms your desired belief to an extent. 
example, if I believe that I can make people magically appear out of nowhere, if this happens once to me, then it does confirm my desired belief to some extent. When this happens many times, it solidifies my belief and then my new belief becomes I am able to do this at any given moment. Anyways, over the years, I have managed to contour my view and to contour my beliefs in a way that they effectively work for me now. Three words here, practice, practice, practice. And so, because my vision board, my mental vision board for the men I wanted to, or the man I wanted to manifest into my life was becoming so clear and I've had practiced the beliefs uh, to make this happen so much that boom, one fine day, I get to take my trash out, my trash out, guys. I was not dressed at all for a date. I just got my trash out. And who do I meet? This handsome guy on my street, super good looking, my body type, very handsome guy. And guess what? We exchange numbers instantly. And again, no need for too many details because that's not the goal of this podcast episode. But I can tell you guys that this other man is also super spiritual. He's super sporty, is super intense. He's a very deep, very attentionate person. And well, I'm overwhelmed with gratitude with all these men taking care of me so well. <laughs> Anyways, this is your permission slip to enjoy your life and to believe that you deserve it all, that you deserve all the guys coming to you in your street, on your local beach, wherever you would like to, wherever you are, boom, in a flash and they will be exactly like you want them to be. This is possible. If this is possible for me, then this is possible for you too. I want this for you. And so this is also my personal reminder to not settle for less than my vision. If I want something to happen, this is happening for sure. It's a given. In the words of Abraham Hicks, you ask, source answers. And so my vision is clear and my beliefs are strong. So what I desire will come to me effortlessly. And so another modality that I want to share with you guys uh, regarding manifestation and how to manifest something quickly. I noticed it's been working really well for me that when I share my desires, when I voice it, when it comes through my throat chakra, it becomes truth. It manifests quicker. So don't underestimate the power of your throat chakra and of your voice, of your words. I really believe that if you speak about your desires, they will manifest quickly. And so I want to share this with you guys. It's like <laughs> a big thing. But I am in the process of manifesting my fiancé and my ultimately my husband, whoever that may be. And so I release 
the attachment to the outcome. I release the attachment to the details. I leave it to source within me. I leave it to the universe to make this happen in the best feeling way possible for me. And what I mean by releasing the attachment to the details is that, for instance, in the previous episodes I mentioned, and even at the beginning of this episode, I mentioned that my ex-significant other was in my vision he was my he was my future husband I thought I would marry him I really believed I would marry him and right now I am letting go of this vision so it's not like giving up like I don't believe in this anymore but I release the attachment to the details I have had visions of me being proposed I have had visions of the ring and everything so I know it's coming I trust that it's coming and I leave it to source and to the universe to make it happen with the best possible man for me. The most loving, most honest, most caring. I am calling in my king, my one and only, my person, the man that I will love and cherish for the rest of my life and who will love and cherish me for the rest of his life. I am calling in the one with whom I will be able to create a safe space to express our emotions, his and mine's. I am calling in the one with whom I will be able to experience the deepest, purest, most beautiful connection. I am calling the one with whom I will experience reciprocity communication and just beautiful love I am claiming it and so it is I am so happy to be able to share my process with you guys in real time I am so aware of the power that this has and I'm so grateful to have you guys on this very special platform that is so dear to me this podcast and so I want to leave you with two things <laughs> the first one is a quote from Abraham Hicks and the second one is my song my first song in a long long time it's a very different style from what I used to do but I like to reinvent myself and so a few words about the process I receive the words, the inspiration, the music, the melody, everything. I receive it from <laughs> from other planes. I just, I channel it and I recorded this and whatever that means, I feel is aligned with my, hopefully it's a guidance for myself. Hopefully it's a message uh, from my higher self to myself on earth and we'll see. <laughs> if it's a prophecy of sorts, but I hope that you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed channeling it for you and giving it life. So the quote from Abraham Hicks, your source is not outside of you. Your source is within you. And that is the love that you are looking for. So please enjoy my latest track it's called reunite and it's going to be on my soundcloud i'm gonna link in the show notes for you to be able to find it <laughs> 
and I will probably post there more often because I am hoping to create some more music, some more magic, some more <laughs> vocal stuff for you guys. Please enjoy and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.
Soon we'll be 